Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We're looking at players who have a wide range of draft outcomes in your fantasy drafts right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here looking at NFC average draft position from May 1st to June 8th. So what we see, you can sort by minimum and maximum, minimum being the earliest the guys taken, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Christian McCaffrey, the only three players who have been drafted number one overall in these 61 drafts, which is surprising to me. Uh, but you look at a guy like Javante Williams, Dave, his earliest pick is pick six. His latest was pick 65, uh, tw- 25, 25. I will take him at yeah. pick 65. That sounds good. 20, that, that actually, I'm 25 surprised. 25 sounds pretty good too. Surprise 20. I thought it'd be later than that. But anyway, uh, with Javante, when you compare him to Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook, they're being picked anywhere from 7th to 16th. Javante, 6th to 25th. So it's a pretty big range there. What do you think? Should he be closer to his early of 6 or his late of 25? He should be closer to the late of 25, but I I don't like saying that. I think there are a lot of fantasy managers that want to see Javante Williams break out. His metrics are good. He's a talented running back. He's just in a crummy situation where we anticipate him splitting more than we would like him to. We want him to have the type of workload that a typical stud fantasy running back has. And with Melvin Gordon there, and not to mention with Russell Wilson there being given the chance to throw more with a good receiving core in Denver, uh, you've got reasons to be nervous about just how many touches Javante Williams will get from game to game. That's why I think he's more of a a second-round pick and maybe a mid-to-late second-round pick and not a top-15 type of pick. Great player, just concerns about how much work he'll get compared to all the other stud rushers, guys like Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. Brees Hall is 37th off the board on average, going as early as 22nd overall, going as late as 56th overall. Compare him to, let's say, James Conner, who's got basically the same uh, minimum. James Conner's going anywhere from 23rd to 41st. Brees Hall, 22nd to 56th. I can't imagine Brees Hall being there 56th. No, and I, I think you'll see him be closer to like 30th or 35th in drafts. So that means he's closer to the early ADP than the later ADP. But it's the same exact thing that I just talked about with Javante Williams. The difference being we haven't actually seen Brees Hall play at the NFL level yet because he's a rookie. He just got drafted. And I don't know if he's on. I I do know this. He's not on a team as good as Javante Williams. I love the, the draft capital spent on him. I love that there is a big opportunity there for him. But we know what the history is of coaches from San Francisco, or at least in the Shanahan system, they like to use multiple running backs. And even though they drafted uh, Brees Hall rather in round two, he was their fourth pick in that draft. So they could have taken him in round one if they really, really loved him. They didn't do it. They got him in round two. I know they like him a lot, but they also said in, in the same day that they drafted him that they love using multiple running backs. It's, it's a part of their DNA, and you've got to worry about workload for Brees Hall Harder to buy into him than somebody like Javante Williams because he hasn't done it yet. He's on a team with a worse offensive line. 
definitely on a team with a worse passing game to work off of. And I'm not sure he's going to get a ton of targets uh, the way that like a Najee Harris did yeah. as a rookie. Elijah Mitchell is the last guy we'll talk about. He's going as early as 30th and as late as 79th. And I get Ooh. it. I get the reasons to be really excited about Elijah Mitchell and the reasons to be really hesitant. Where yeah. where do you think he should be closer to, 30th or 79th, Elijah Mitchell? I, I think technically I'll say he's closer to 30th, but this is another player where I bet he ends up going late round four all the way through to late round five in fantasy drafts. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be nervous to take him because they've seen the track record of running backs in San Francisco. It's a different guy leading the way every single year. Tack on to that a changing offensive line in San Francisco. It's not going to be, at least on paper, as good as it was in the past. Now, we've seen running back or offensive lines come out of nowhere because of the scheme that they play. And the scheme that the 49ers run, it's that wide zone scheme. Some offensive linemen, especially interior linemen, they gravitate toward that and they're good at it pretty quickly. But they've got a couple of players that are penciled in as starters right now who have not graded well, and they've already been working in the wide zone scheme. Tack on to that, that Mitchell will share carries, and he's already been through plenty of injuries in his short time in the NFL, and it makes you a little queasy to take him. That's why he's not going to be – I don't like him at the 30th overall. I think he's got to go right around 45th overall. Okay. It's Dave Richard. I'm Adam Azer. we got more of these types of players on the full-length show that you'll hear on Thursday. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today. Thanks.